0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. Thank God it's Friday and praise God that he give us another day to serve him well. And, uh, start the morning off with a little Crowder mix this morning. Uh, the first song, if you were, uh, tuning in at that time was his latest song and, uh, his newest one. Then of course the second one was, uh, Uh, One of his older ones, uh, prove it. And uh, so uh, I like Crowder, enjoy his music, and I hope you do as well. Always try to find something a little more upbeat to get your day going and moving in a grooving, man. And uh, I I always start the stream about five minutes early uh, before we start our devotions. That way uh, everybody has time to tune in and get going uh, this morning. So uh, good morning to Miss Lisa Young. And uh, let's see who else we got on here. Uh, Karen Smith says good morning. Lee Miller says good morning. And uh, uh, let's see here. We got Ginger Hood. Good morning to Miss Ginger. And uh, Darlene, Jennifer, Sheila Sanders, Karen, April. So Susan, we got a bunch of people watching this morning. So good morning, Darlene. So, uh, thank you all for tuning in and watching. It's always a pleasure and honor to get to do these devotions. And remember, I might not always get to, uh, respond to your, uh, comments, but hey, no reason why you can't interact with each other and make comments as we're going along through these, uh, devotions, uh, each and every morning. Well, at this time, uh, my lovely wife says, uh, puts a heart. So, uh, there, a heart right back to you, Brandy. All right. <laughs> okay well let's stand at this time let's do our pledge of allegiance and we'll get started on our uh, bible study this morning all right pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I uh, hope that you, uh, you know, we'd say that pledge every morning, and uh, I hope that um, you take that seriously, and uh, I hope that you uh, realize how precious and dear our freedoms are as Americans, as Christians, uh, that we have in this country. It's freedom that I'm afraid is going to quickly erode under this uh, new administration. I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong, but uh, I think they're going to trample over the Constitution. And uh, don't want to be a pessimist, but uh, I just hope that people understand uh, that what we have, what people have fought and bled for, is very, very precious. And that's why do you think everybody's trying to uh, kill themselves getting into this country to have the ability to succeed. And to have the uh, you know the, the, these radical progressive left want socialism, but countries have only flourished under capitalism. And uh, they do away with that; it's going to be bad, bad, bad. I saw where someone had written, uh, or posted rather, uh, an article from Christianity Christianity Today. Uh, that's usually pretty accurate uh said that uh, uh the um uh, in china their um uh, oh what is this? i don't know if he's a their version of the president over there their dictator is uh and I'm not surprised uh said they want people of faith to deny Jesus and worship him people don't understand see in China you can't even have a Christian wedding or a funeral, and uh, in fact, it wasn't that long ago a woman uh, was uh, uh, beaten to death because she tried to have a uh, they, they mentioned God in a funeral. Uh, you know, nothing really touched my heart more than uh, the video uh, in China where there was a pallet of bibles and they were grabbing them as fast as they could and holding them and crying. And you know, here in America, we take for granted. Uh, our Bibles, and uh, sadly, many Bibles sit around with a inch thick of dust on them and never used. Uh, we should appreciate what we have in, uh, in this country, so uh, don't take that for granted. Right. Well, let's go ahead and look at our Bible verse this morning, and uh, so it's Job 31, 7 through 8. Not Job, but Job. <laughs> so let's get over here so y'all can read along. Job 31, 7 through 8. If my footsteps have strayed from the way, if my heart has gone after my eyes, or if anything has defiled my hands, then let me sow and let another eat, and let my crops be uprooted. And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. My friends, uh, the, uh, the point of this verse this morning is the fact that we need to be in continual spiritual growth. If you're not growing, you're dying. Alright? There's, there's no in between. There's a lot of people who get saved, they come to Jesus Christ their personal Lord and Savior, and then they just kind of coast along and, uh, uh, in a, uh, this, uh, lukewarm kind of lifestyle. And uh it doesn't work that way. As Christians we have to continually be in a state of growth. We have to be continually uh showing that, that fruit, producing that good fruit. I remember years ago, uh long before I ever decided to be a pastor, I had no desire to, to be a pastor at that time whatsoever. But uh but a friend of mine he knew that I was uh a Christian and he said, "What does that mean?" And he said he kind of laughed a little bit. He said, "I was, what's, what's fruit? What are you? How are you bearing fruit?" And uh, and, I, and maybe there's a lot of people out there, you know. I, of course, I uh, I wouldn't make fun of him, but uh, you know, of course, at that time i was just trying to give him a, what I thought was a what it meant. Uh, uh, but uh, to produce fruit is producing those good things for God, uh, demonstrating a life of change. Uh, demonstrating that uh, your heart and mind is, has been formally transformed uh, by the things of God, the things of Jesus Christ, that we're actively pursuing uh, that mind of Christ, uh, that we're witnessing, that we're ministering, we're actively involved in church. You know, producing that fruit uh, could be uh, under a lot of different areas, but the fact it is, it's showing your spiritual growth as a Christian. Uh, you know when we get saved that transformation takes place our hearts and minds should be forever changed uh, The Holy Spirit should fill us fulfill us and complete us and that we are striving for that mind of Christ You know there's a lot of people out there uh, and I was talking about this yesterday just a little bit uh, That uh, are just so apathetic and complacent and the reason why is because they're not growing spiritually They are dead in their trespasses and works. They are uh, no longer actively pursuing the things of Jesus Christ. We have to be costly in a state of growth. Now, you've heard me say this many times, whether in devotions or at the pulpit. But, but you know, I had a guy tell me today, so you kind of repeat yourself a lot. Well, sometimes, you know, you have to. In fact, when he said that, made me think of an illustration I read one time. This uh, church had uh, hired a uh, new pastor. And the pastor came. He was a young man, energetic. Uh, they were glad to have him, and uh, he preached a dynamic sermon. And they were just blown away. Uh, they, they said they just never heard anything like that. And uh, well, the next Sunday he preached the same thing. And I thought, well, okay, you know, he, you know, maybe he felt, you know, since it's so good, he would uh, preach that again. The third Sunday he preached the same thing, and they're like, what's what's going on? The fourth Sunday, he preached the same thing again, and he said, finally the the deacons and elders said, man, you know, we, we hired you on, why do you keep preaching the same thing over and over? He said, when you get that right, then I'll go on to the next topic, you know, so that's one reason why I guess maybe that's why I'm repeating myself. When you get this right, then we'll move on to the next topic. But the fact of it is, just like I said before, you know, for those of us who've had children, you know it's imperative that that child is getting the right nutrients, and that child is growing and When you go to that pediatrician, what do they do? They measure the child to make sure there is uh growth you know normal uh growth uh that is that a normal weight but if that child is not growing if that child's not gaining weight, then there's alarm there's cause for concern, and so they they active. Action, uh, to make sure this child's getting what it needs so that it will continue to grow. Well, hey, we can relate that directly to our spiritual growth as Christians. If you are going to, you know, uh, a, our spiritual doctor, if you will, and uh you're not gaining the spiritual weight, and you're not uh, growing spiritually, then there's cause for alarm and concern. If you're not growing, you are dying. And that's why it's imperative that we spend that time in the Word. We spend that time in prayer seeking the Lord out. God, where would you have me go today? Who can I, you put in my path that I can minister to today, I can talk to you today? You know, I don't know the times that, uh, you know, like I said, I had no desire to be a minister. I had zero desire, you know, before the Lord called me to the minister. And uh, but it was the weirdest thing. Uh, you know, I, I've said before I've had a lot of jobs and uh, I'm embarrassed of that. But uh, hey, at least I was always working. But uh, they knew that I was a Christian and it was uh, every every single place I ever went to. They wanted to ask me a Bible question. And 99.9% of the time, I probably didn't know the answer, but I did the best I could. Uh, they wanted to talk to me about things that were going on in their lives. And it was really a foreshadowing of, of what the Lord was going to do in my life. I didn't realize it at the time because uh, one of my master's degrees is in ca- Christian counseling. And uh, people have always felt, for whatever reason, comfortable coming to me and talking to me. I guess it's just a gift that the Lord has given me. And, uh, uh, and I still don't know all the answers. You know, people ask me Bible questions. And sometimes you folks can ask me some crazy stuff. I don't know what you all are smoking. Sometimes you all come up to me and say, man, what about blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, what in the world? Where did this even come from? <laughs> like, you know, I'll, I'll try to research it and get you the answer. But, hey, at least you're trying. At least you're asking those questions. And that's what's important, that you're you're making that effort. But uh, But my point is in that. Uh, in your jobs, where, where God has placed you, uh, you know, if, you, if people know that you're a Christian, uh, they may be watching and observing you, and they may be, uh, you know, wanting to ask you questions about about the Bible. They may want to open up to you about things that are going on in their lives. And uh, that may uh, uh, open the opportunity for you to minister and for you to talk to others about Jesus Christ. And so we need to make sure that you know if you that you are separate from the world. Remember, we put off the old man, we put off that old self. We come to Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. That transformation, that new creation in Christ Jesus begins, and that's when that spiritual growth begins. And if you're at work or play and you're showing no distinction between you and those in the world, then there's cause for concern. There's a problem there. Because you should be separate. You should not. Your way of thinking, doing, and looking at things should be completely different the way it was before you got saved. And so, people are watching you. And if you are not demonstrating that, they're thinking, "Well, what's the point of asking them? They're they're no different than I am." You know. But if you're sh- you're showing that light in the world of darkness, then they may be drawn to you to say, "Hey, you know, uh, I don't go to church anymore because." A lot of people have bad experiences in churches, man I've heard some terrible things uh that has really uh, impeded people from coming to church you know uh sadly uh i was, I, was, I talked to a guy one time I noticed he was acting kind of cold towards me, and a mutual friend said, well, the reason why is because uh his ex wife ran off with her pastor I said oh my gosh, you know that's kind of junk right there that that hurts christianity and and two people confuse they they think that Catholic Methodists, Protestant Christians, they, they lump everybody into the same category, and that's not true. There's a distinction between those of the Catholic faith and those of the Protestant faith uh, that we are. And so when you have these priests who are uh, evil, that are molested these children, well, they, they just lump that in with all pastors of Christians, so that hurts it. Uh, or they were snubbed at a church, or... People treated them mean at a church, or some pastor come down and was beating them up with the Bible. You know, so there's a lot of reasons why people are like, you know, I don't want nothing to do with church, and that's a sad thing because then that's giving the devil the victory. Uh, you know, don't paint all pastors as bad. Don't paint all churches as bad. It's not like it. There's a lot of pastors out there that truly love the Lord and that are try, truly trying to do the right thing. And there are some bad people out there too. You know, uh, no matter where you're at in this realm of life, I don't care where you work at, what you do, you, there's always going to be good people. There's gonna to be bad people, wicked people, and there's been a lot of wicked things done in the name of Christ and have used the Bible in wicked ways. That's sad. That's terrible. That's awful, and that should not be condoned. Uh, but you know, you need to make sure that you are actively involved in church and that you have uh, that you are pursuing that spiritual growth. You know, I, I know I read a little bit each morning, but th- sometimes there are things that are uh, are down here that uh, uh, I feel uh, need to be read that maybe help drive home the point of what we're talking about uh this is when the transformation of salvation takes place spiritual growth begins the holy spirit indwells us we are new creatures in christ the old sinful nature begins to give way to the new christ-like nature spiritual growth is a lifelong process that depends on our study and application of god's word in our walk in the spirit as we seek spiritual growth we should pray to god and ask for wisdom concerning the areas he desires us to grow in we can ask god to increase our faith and knowledge of him God desires for us to grow spiritually and he has given us all we need to experience spiritual growth. With the Holy Spirit's help, we can overcome sin and steadily become more like our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, this that uh, that is uh, being read uh, from uh, uh, the book called Survival Kit, five keys, to Effectual, uh, sorry, to, five keys to Effective Spiritual Growth. So that's where that's uh, coming from that I'm reading this morning. And so, just like this is saying here, we uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, the Parakletos, uh, the Helper, is what helps us to overcome that sin. And you know, when you look at ambition, ambition is a drive. You know, uh, when I was actively pursuing uh, my doctrine. Uh, you know, I ended up getting two master's degrees uh, unintentionally, and I'm not saying that the rose of my shoulder It really ticked me off. I didn't want to get two master's degrees and uh, because I didn't know I had to have a master's divinity uh, Before I had to go pursue my doctorate because I got a master's in counseling So it worked out that way, but uh, and it's a good thing. I mean, there's no no, uh you know educating yourself is never a a, a downside to that, but my point is I was so focused on my ambition and wanted to get that doctorate and i you know i was just zeroed in you know just like when i was able to run and boy do i miss it man do i miss it i love to run and uh you know it's just like i would zero in you know i I would just be in a whole nother zone a whole nother area you know i just had just focused in that drive and pushing yourself to get across that finish line. There'd be times i like that my lungs were going to explode, but I was determined to get across that finish line. My friends, that's what we have to do, actively pursuing the things of Christ Jesus, is to have that ambition, that drive, that you're so focused, you've pushed everything out, and your drive and your focus is to grow spiritually. To demonstrate the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. My friends, we have to be on fire. We have to be excited for the things of Jesus Christ. And we need to pursue that with every Cell in our being we need to be excited at pursuing the things of Jesus Christ And that if you're doing that that's going to pull, pull you out of that apathy That's going to pull you out of that complacency and instead of, of dying then you're growing and you're at uh, your your You will be so much better off spiritually knowing that you're pursuing the things of Christ, that you're looking to have that Christ-like mind. Man, we were, I think people we are too actively involved with the things of the world and not actively involved in the things of Christ. So if you are saved today, my friends, we get your head out of the proverbial sand, and let's get excited. Let's get on fire for the things of Jesus. Man, guys, come on. we got to, We got to be on fire for Christ. We've got to show this unbelieving world what Jesus Christ has done for us. You know, this this, this administration uh, are some wicked people. We need to pray for them. And, and this, this nation is growing dimmer and darker by the day. And those of us who are saved need to be that light. And if we can come together, what a roaring fire we could be and maybe do things and change things dramatically. In the name of Jesus Christ, man, wouldn't that not be awesome to fundamentally have the Holy Spirit sweep across this nation, have a Holy Spirit, have a a revival uh, for Jesus Christ like the world has never seen. Let's pray for that. Let's be actively pursuing Jesus Christ in our lives. Let us pray. Dear Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us every day to be on fire and to be excited for the things of you. Let us be pursuant, be ambitious uh, to have that drive, to costly have that mind of Christ, to be costly in a state of growth. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for this new administration coming in. Uh, Lord, I pray for the souls and the minds of Biden and uh, Harris and Pelosi and Schumer and all these people, Lord, uh, that you will touch their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus fundamentally change them. Lord, build this nation. you will touch the hearts and minds of uh, the people of this world and they'll come to know you for it's too late. Lord, as I pray every morning, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Miss Ginger Hood and Lord, what a blessing she is and Lord, I pray that you will bring healing upon her and Wendy Lee, and I pray that you be with Kim Penix. Uh, Lord, I pray it'll be with Jane Kitchings and Ron Thompson and Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray that um, you will be with so many uh, that are dealing with uh, spiritual issues, mental and emotional issues. Lord, those who are battling COVID, uh, those who are uh, maybe uh, dealing with loss. Lord, bring comfort to them. Lord, be with us, lead us, God. I want Your protect us in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Don't forget, uh, if you're able, to come out to 118 Julie Lane, Johnson City, at Fountain of Life Bible Church. Uh, I will be talking about spiritual blindness. And uh, so I think it's it's something that is uh, uh, relevant to what's going on in our country right now. And so be sure to come out and join us for that. And then online service only a Sunday evening at six. And then again at, you we know, on Wednesday, we're doing a Bible study in first Peter. And it's been a fantastic study. And uh, I know I've received a blessing from it and I hope that you have too. And uh, don't forget, you can always watch if, if you decide you don't want to be on social media anymore, uh, or if you know those who aren't. You can watch these devotions every morning on our website at flbconline.com. You can watch all the sermons and devotions each morning. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes free of charge. But it's audio only, and you can listen to all these devotions and all the uh, sermons as you're going out and about your day. But uh, thank you, Darlene. Appreciate your kind words. And uh, thank you all for watching each and every morning. It's, it's a blessing. Uh, and uh, glad appreciate the support support and uh uh, it's it's awesome to see people tuning in because they want to learn and hear more about the gospel and that's what tickles me man that's awesome that's what it's about well everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless